Welcome to a very refreshing hour of business talk. This is the future of cars with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. You'll hear from the innovators who know how to use game-changing technologies and business strategies to shake up the status quo in the automotive industry and its supporting ecosystem and help them move in exciting new directions. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Hello, I'm Bonnie D. Graham, producer and host of The Future of Cars with Game Changers Radio, presented by SAP. I'm now very happy to be speaking with Joe Barkai, independent automotive industry analyst, and he is also an author and a speaker. And Joe is talking to me right now from Detroit, Michigan, where he is attending the Best Practices for Automotive Conference, sponsored by SAP. Joe Barkai, it's been too long. Have you been? Hi, Benny. Good, Bonnie. Good to be here. It's been great. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Long time since you've been on Game Changers. We'll have to get you back. So my question is, how is the event? Tell me a little bit about what you're seeing, and then I have a couple of questions for you. The event is great. It's really, really exciting. Between innovation from SAP, between number of enthusiastic customers and some perhaps tire kickers, not to use this kind of worn cliche, but interested to see where SAP is, is heading and how SAP is responding to kind of major changes happening in the automotive industry. So I think it's Thank exciting. You. I think the buzz is very, very positive. Good. I like the word buzz, and I like the word exciting. Joe, I have a question for you. You know, we're talking to, right now you and I are speaking uh, to the audience of the Future of Cars with Game Changers who are all over the world. So they really would like to know what top trends you, Joe Barkai, independent industry analyst, what do you see in automotive as the most exciting and important trends? And let's stretch that a little farther, Joe. What do you think will have the greatest impact on the automotive industry. Joe? Yes, certainly, and, and I like the way you position it because I think the trends, uh, as trends are, are already obvious, and I think that there are many conversations about the trends. The question is, how do they shape going forward? How do they converge, if at all? What's the impact on society, uh, on passenger, on drivers? So trends, I think that we all see uh, innovation in propulsion. So we're moving to cleaner cars, and we're certainly moving to electric vehicles. Uh, how long it will take before we have enough of those clean vehicles on the road is a matter of debate, but I perceive this to be still slower than we would like it to see. But we see significant improvement in propulsion and uh, in reduction in emissions, so that would be one trend. Mm-hmm. Another related trend, in a way, is connectivity. And the reason why they are related is that we add more software and more software and control systems in cars to make them uh, more efficient, uh, cleaner, and then control um, electric vehicles. Uh, part of this evolution also resulted in cars having connectivity, first to provide connectivity from the car to the OEM, to the manufacturer, to learn mm-hmm. more about the behavior of the car, to alert uh, about impending failures perhaps, to certainly provide roadside assistance and so on. We all are familiar with the uh, OnStar um, model. And it's mm-hmm. quite interesting to observe, perhaps, that OnStar has been around for many, many years, and it had a number of rough starts. But all of a sudden, the OnStar as a model is catching up. And it's not only OnStar, but competitive services that provide valuable service to consumers. And what is beginning to happen is riding on that foundation of connected cars is the question, what other services, what other content can we provide? What other value can we provide both to the OEM, perhaps also to the suppliers, as well as the driver and passenger. I always like to talk about the passenger and the driver together because it's not only Mm -hmm. about driving. 
It's about those occupants in the cars that can benefit from additional services um, and, and content. Uh, a third, um, I think I'm a third, right? A third trend you are. Is, 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 is autonomous driving, which is really mm-hmm. kind of a spin-off or evolution of advanced safety systems. So we've been improving active safety in cars, active safety measure in cars for a number of years. It's not really new. It's catching up. It's accelerating. Uh, and as we have more safety-oriented features and we have more computing power and more decision-making power in a car, we can get slowly towards autonomous driving. So the question, of course, is when will we have autonomous driving um, or autonomous cars on the roads? My assessment is that we'll see more and more going forward, but it's going to be a very slow trickle, and I think it should be. I think Mm -hmm. we'll start seeing more momentum in maybe five or ten years. Um, And here's my uh, observation slash suggestion, and I think Mm -hmm. that it's a way to promote autonomous driving, which is to focus more on uh, special applications. What I mean by that is autonomous driving and perhaps electric vehicles in, for example, large uh, company campuses. For example, you know, we're talking about SAP. SAP mm-hmm. is a very large campus in, in, in uh, Germany, and I know that I'm interested, perhaps they've already implemented, uh, electric cars and autonomous driving within the campus. Think about um, the services when you land in an airport, instead of these loud polluting buses that take you to the rental car place, why not have a small autonomous cars, car taking you to the, to the facility? And most important for me in this context is really not replacing the able drivers because, you know, many people like to drive, like to own cars. It's really not about them. It's about the elderly. It's about the disabled that all of a sudden mm-hmm. can have freedom and, and access to services that otherwise are very difficult to, to reach. Um, and, and very quickly, the last trend that influences everything is, you know, what drove this evolution thus far primarily had to do with technology. But now we are changing business model. We're changing sentiment towards car. Millennials have a different approach, a different um, attitude towards cars. So the audience is more willing to accept new mobility models. They are willing to accept mobility versus car ownership. So all these together, all these, the confluence of those trends together, I think is driving us going forward. Joe, wow, that was great. Four trends. And and I was going to ask you to predict because when I hear a trend and a trend is something that has momentum and it's moving forward and it's, it's here or almost here and it's going to keep going. I was going to ask you for your crystal ball predictions, but I think you blended them in with, with where the trends are going. Is there one prediction you'd like to give me for what will be a game changer in automotive? Let's say by the year 2025, which is a little less than a decade out. Any one thing stick out in your mind? In a way, I think it has to be a confluence of some of these trends. I mm-hmm. think that uh, in 2025, uh, electric propulsion will be um, maybe the, the, may, the main one if we overcome question regarding uh, battery manufacturing and cost and safety and, and recyclability of batteries. So electric propulsion will be the major propulsion, certainly in certain areas. And I think overall, these trends will be faster and more prominent in urban areas. I think that uh, suburbia and certainly kind of the the rural areas will continue to use more traditional modes of transportation. Uh, And I think that by 2020 or 2025, we'll see many more autonomous cars. Um, Hard to say whether it's going to be the majority of of, of mobility. I think Mm -hmm. that we'll probably, by then, we'll see more of a combination, smart combination, hopefully seamless combination of autonomous driving 
and public transit, because the way to really leverage the, this opportunity to really show value is by combining different modalities in a way that is not available today. It needs to be seamless transition from one modality to the other. And part of that trend must be uh, keeping the consumers, and again, driver or passenger experience seamless. What I mean by that is that um, I want my experience while I'm in driving to be persistent, i.e. my services, my data plan with my wireless carrier, my Pandora playlist. Um, any, any content and services that I consume, I want them to transcend with me. Therefore, and it's, it's part of what we need to change in the industry, the approach needs to be centered around the consumer, not around the car. Today, most car makers think in terms of the car. My car with this serial number, with this VIN, will provide these services. My personal opinion, and I'm certainly voicing it to them, is that this is the wrong way to look at the model. What we need to do is to look, look at the passenger and my identity, my digital identity, as it were, is my um, mobile device, perhaps my login. So I want the same experience, whether it's my car, my spouse's car, if I rent the car, and then I leave the car at the airport and, and uh, maybe uh, fly somewhere and, and pick up a rental car. I want this experience to continue with me seamlessly. Uh, by 2020 or 2025, we should be able to do that. And primarily, not so much, you know, we, we talk about Pandora playlist. At the end, it's kind of cute. It's not terribly important. What is important is, for again, for those who do not have access to mobility today. So I want a seamless experience by scheduling maybe a doctor's appointment, an autonomous car, whether you own it or it's an Uber car, takes you to your appointment and brings you back. That is the, the kind of have, this will have the most impact on society, much more so than, again, I, I'm able to move my Pandora playlist from one car to the other. Not terribly important. Thank you, Joe Barkai. Very insightful, very interesting. And, and just one sentence from you to wrap up here. Our listeners who are not there in Detroit with you and Larry Stoley and all the other wonderful people I've been speaking with today, what would you tell people around the world why they need to get their ticket early to come next year to Detroit for the next Best Practices Automotive Conference? Well, there's no way to participate in the conversation, whether you want to learn or you want to influence it without attending those events. Uh, we, we tend to do more virtual events and then use kind of in-personal, non-personal communication, and this works okay. But there's no substitution to, being, to having kind of face-to-face and creating a network of participants, of influencers, of, of people with opinions. So you've got to participate in this conversation. You cannot really be on the wayside. And this is true whether you want to understand the value that SAP provides whether you want to be the one influencing the conversation, whether you're um, an, a user of software or you prov- a vendor that provides services, you have to be part of the conversation. And the only way to do it is to be in those events. And then, of Show course, up. create mm-hmm. the network and take the conversation further once the event is over. There you go. There's a good trend. We've got to start more networking, more conversations, more collaboration, more discussions. Joe Barkai, such a pleasure speaking with you. Joe is an independent automotive industry analyst, also an author and a speaker. Look for Joe when you think of what's coming down the pike in automotive. Joe, have a great rest of the conference. Thank you so much for your time. I hope we'll be speaking again soon on the radio. And let me sign off. Bonnie D. Graham for the Future of Cars with Game Changers Radio. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to The Future of Cars with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the conversation going, 
tweet your questions and comments to Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham again Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Business Channel. We wish you a positively game-changing week.